Welcome to this episode of TV Told Me, episode three. We are super excited to have you back. Hey. Uh, we actually, I looked at kind of the analytics, which I feel so professional saying that. We had a listener in Mexico. What? Hola. I mean, gracias. That's amazing. That's amazing. Hello out there. Was that your surprise voice? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> I told you before we started, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> no, that look, was some, sometimes like the depression just, you know, knocks everything down a level. That's as a surprise as I get these days. I love it. Go with it. And you know, what's good is it's happening in a time where it's cold outside. So sweats and chocolate are a necessity. So there you go. Perfect. Absolutely. Um, good thing that happened to me yesterday is the Eternals came out. Ooh. Exactly. I mean, the movie, cool. But the reason why it was a victory for me was because I had not seen any Avengers movie in a theater. Like when the pandemic happened, I was like, oh, I'm going to be home. I should start something. And I started the Avengers. I watched all of them. I watched, you know, the the Loki series. I watched um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I watched all of the, just even the Disney Plus things. Wow. So this was my first, I know I, when I get invested, you, I get invested. Okay? You are invested. Yes. You are the type of fan everybody is looking for. They want, you know, all the deets, you know, all the backstory. This is amazing. But in I, the theater, okay. So it was hitting different in the theater. It was one, like the sound effects so much better than on my television. <laughs> it really okay. was okay. Two, um, just to have everybody like kind of laugh. Um, at the certain parts and like say things it just feels different I know a lot of things are streaming and so people are just watching things at home and I love watching things at home but just kind of the just some of the things that people say in a theater when you're not expecting it that you remember forever like I love it yes Um, I could not agree more that's it's so amazing you're just like I love like when a crowd is into it although mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about clapping at the end of a movie this maybe I love it <laughs> when I am at home by myself sometimes I also clap at the end I'm like you guys that was and I'll point at the tv like I'll be like that was amazing what you guys did there <laughs> no one else can see me that's why I like to be in a theater because I'm just like other people also enjoy what just happened okay all right I, like, I guess I'm just that pessimist person not clapping <laughs> but I love everything everybody says or shouts out at the screen absolutely yeah especially when it's like a crazy like part and yeah somebody just has like the best like one-liner I'm like this is why you should always go to the movies and it was like a sold out show so sold out show first day Marvel movie um and mind you I didn't start watching these Marvel movies until April so like anytime a movie would end like on a cliffhanger I would just be like okay next movie like consistently okay so this movie ends and there is and it's like the little what do you call it I don't want to call it the mini preview but or easter egg it's like those scene the little the scene to let you know like what's going to happen next okay so we watch the credit the scene comes up and we're like whole theater is quiet some people had left and I was like why why would you guys leave everybody knows yeah yeah amateur amateur hour I bet you those people didn't clap that would be me I'd be like well we're done here exactly (laughs) so they so then that scene comes on and like people are like going crazy 
Um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. So then honestly, me and my friend are like just talking. Like it is now like ended. They're doing some more credits. Me and her are just talking. And then another secret scene comes up. Ooh. Exactly. Two eggs. Exactly. And in this secret scene, something happens where I'm like, oh my gosh. And I want to know, I like for real want to know what happens next. Mm. And she says, Oh yeah, we might not get that answer for another year or two. What? <laughs> I've been living in a world where there's been a 30 second delay. And also if I haven't, if I, if I didn't hear something correctly, I could just rewind and be like, what did they say? Yes. Literally, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. So like <laughs> things happen and I was like, but what? And she was like, nah, like you gotta, we had to wait for them to make, write and make the whole movie. And I was like, but I'm ready now. <laughs> she was like, Screaming has truly ruined us yeah she was like well now you're a true marvel fan where you have to wait in anticipation for mm. like a year or two to get that question answered i was uncomfortable <laughs> i literally was like uh is this what it means because i don't like it now you just have to walk around for the next year or two knowing that you don't know what happens next that well, is, that's going to eat part of your soul. I mean, I'm concerned. I did get on my friend Google and I was like, guys, what's going on? And they did answer a lot of my questions, which I love. Um, so that was good. And I, when I say I got on Google, I mean like immediately it ended. The guy in the theater was like looking to clean up and was looking at us. And I was like, one second, I need to know. And I'm like answering <laughs> questions of people around me. I'm like, this is, I'm like, if you don't want it to be ruined, leave. Cause I'm about to tell these other people what Google says. And I told them and they were like, oh my gosh, yes. And then we talked about it. And then I was like, oh, we should go. But I was like, I am now part of this world. Okay. <laughs> I loved it. Um, I think I honestly, what I told Kelly earlier is I really think if I would have like embraced the nerdy part of myself um, <laughs> that holds on to these little tidbits of like sci-fi fantasy information I probably would have like been a different person. I would have probably been an astrophysicist. I would have been part of the Big Ugh. Bang gang, whatever. <laughs> but because I used to love that show, The Big Bang Theory, but like I never watched any of those superhero movies. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but now I'm like, man, I missed my calling. Actually, I didn't miss it. I'm just embracing it later. Yeah, life. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You can, you can do anything. You could <laughs> spoil a movie for an entire theater do whatever you want <laughs> just kidding oh, yeah. now i'm actually thinking about going to comic-con i'm like i can be a part of this like i this this is my people yes okay did like if you were thinking about going to comic-con and knowing the last you watched the eternals is there any character you would like to dress up as if you had to pick one of them from the internals yes and i don't know any of their names um so this is purely just out of the blue no if i'm gonna dress up as somebody it's always the the number one person and she's not even a marvel character well that's it's, fine no that's who can it's I wonder know? woman it's always wonder woman it's always why would her. i be anybody except a wonder woman except maybe shuri from black panther because mm. bomb or yeah. um yeah or a character from black panther because they have like the best costumes and they're like the coolest so they do they do mm -hmm. um yeah i agree like no capes just really cool armor 
headpieces for sure. But okay, Wonder Woman. Hey, that's a classic. That will definitely fly at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. I feel like. What would you dress up as? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I'm not, I don't even really know. It could be uh, anything now. There's like so many different. I don't know. Maybe like a a gummy bear. Papa Smurf. I don't know. I'd have to. Are these real? Are these real things? <laughs> gummy bears. Why would you choose gummy bears? Everywhere. Isn't it gummy bears? Do they have a real theme song? Gummy They're, bears? But I. But now I'm second guessing. <laughs> I don't think it's gummy bears. Is it Care Bear? No, that's not the Care Bear theme song. I would go I nostalgic. I, I'm telling you, I would find a nostalgic I would need the internet to help me obviously now I'm wondering about this gummy bear song though because you you came in hard like you were really confident that you had heard this song they bounce here and there and everywhere we are the gummy bears or we are the I don't now I feel like gummy is wrong there's (laughs) there's a better song I need you to look that up it was like cartoon bears and they would drink berry gummy berry juice and then they would be able to bounce around and go on adventures okay literally i need you to let me know what that is because i feel like i have some recollection but not really okay the adventures of gummy bears with an eye Maybe that's oh, so it was like a real cartoon series. This is okay. Nineteen eighty-five to nineteen ninety-one. I for whatever reason, but it's weird because I feel like I kind of know that song, but I don't think I ever watched that cartoon. And I was heavy into like Saturday morning cartoons, and I will say I also miss Saturday morning cartoons. Like now, if you wake up and watch TV, it's the news, and they're like six people were gunned down in your neighborhood and also a guy stole a purse and the government wants to get I'm like wow on a Saturday on a Saturday and then like I remember like before I used to go to like on Sundays growing up before I used to go to church they used to show it used to be Hanna-Barbera so they would show like Mm -hmm. um, Yogi Bear and some other cartoons and then they would show the Thundercats which I never got to see the end of because then my mom would be like okay let's go um so but still like I remember that we're now still the news still like let's talk about politics which we never agree on okay and then also these horrible environmental things and then also I'm just like wow can we just like not can we but you know I don't know I I agree but you know what I just have to find like the internet tv channel that provides all the comp all the cartoons from 1990 to 2000 and then it'll just be like a big hug you know a day that you're staying home sick from school a morning with uh cereal mm-hmm. maybe that was the one day you got your lucky charms and listen it's, they're out there they're out there we just gotta find them there's a lot of people who will disagree with what I say and it's about to be very controversial so get ready 
I never used drugs when I was younger because Nancy Reagan's cartoon specials and the after school specials worked on me. (laughs) I don't know if you remember this, but there was a period in cartoon history where like before school would start, all the cartoon characters would come together to make a cartoon. And it would be about like, why you shouldn't use drugs or why you shouldn't bully or whatever and I was just like oh my god the smurfs the snorks and uh <laughs> strawberry shortcake are like telling what? this guy you don't remember this you got the smurfs the snorks and the shortcake it would be so basically house. <laughs> exactly what they would do is like they would be like these are our cartoons for the fall and they would make them into one big cartoon and it would be like this anti- it would be like, oh, this guy, Jimmy, was like playing baseball or whatever. And then like mm-hmm. one of his friends or some guy on the street offered him drugs and he started taking drugs and they were like, no, Jimmy, you can fight it or whatever. Yeah. And they would like help him go into recovery or they would like tell the other kids not to be like him or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then one they would time, shame Jimmy. <laughs> one time the Care Bears did a stare towards him and he like <laughs> his eyes went from being bloodshot to clear and he was like, yeah, I want to hang out with my family again. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I mean, I know that's not reality or whatever, but how amazing would it be if somebody was like suffering with just anything and the Care Bears were just like, we're going to, we're going to do the Care Bear stare to get you back to where you need to be. Like imagine a day where like you're in bed you don't you feel very unmotivated you've heard the news you woke up on saturday morning the news was on it was telling you the world is horrible (laughs) earth is ghetto youtube it. it's the best Mm -hmm. song ever best song ever yeah so you're you're doing the earth is ghetto i want to leave and then all of a sudden the care bears are like oh my gosh kelly you have things you need to do today and you're like i can't do it no thank you and like they do that thing when you're sad how they like oh Anyway, they do the thing where you're sad, where they just make you look sad in your mouth with a little cartoon thing. Then all yeah. of a sudden the Care Bears surround your bed and do the Care Bears bridge where they make a rainbow to your heart. And then you, all of a sudden your sad smile becomes a happy smile. And you're like, you know what Care Bears? I don't feel like doing it, but I am going to get things done. And then you're cleaning your kitchen. You're washing your hair, putting it in an updo. You're high-fiving your neighbor. You're helping the old lady next door cook a dish. You're Ugh. going to work. Oh, Care Bears there is the motivation I need. I will pay Siri. I mean, my therapist is lame compared to that. It's Just, a beautiful thing. I need thing. that in my life. I will pay any amount of money. And I'm not, I don't mean like just some creepy person to be at the end of my bed dressed like a Care Bear. I need the actual fuzzy, warm feelings light and love coming out them tummies mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. into my eyes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it making the full rainbow bridge to your heart yes and I'm not talking about like I don't know what you call it I'm talking about like real world care bears I'm talking about the cartoon animated care bears around your bed I understand this this could possibly be done with drugs but we don't want that. We want this in real life. Nancy so. said no. No to yeah. the drugs. We already saw Jimmy. It d- turned out bad for him. Okay. I forgot about this, but I'm going to bring it up now. Okay. We're going to get into shows, but this is very important to me. And I'm going to put a poll in here. 
you've really lowered your voice so i'm listening no, this is like real world stuff i've already told you i did not use drugs because of the nancy reagan program the cartoons and stuff then we used to have the dare officers come to our school well this girl was like talking at the com at this comedy show recently and she was like yeah and she goes you know how you would like say like oh i'm not gonna do drugs and they would give you a free t-shirt time out what they never gave a free t-shirt at my school hello <laughs> did they offer you a free t-shirt i had a free t-shirt you said i don't want to do drugs and they said here's a t-shirt i don't remember it being like that i remember we did a song oh we didn't do a song. i performed said song <laughs> to a room full of parents then i got a pizza party I probably signed a piece of paper that said I wouldn't do drugs. And I think we got the t-shirt before that because we we're supposed to wear the t-shirt to do the song so we can get mm. the pizza. I mean, yeah. really pizza cures all things. If you, you give know. me pizza, like I will not do drugs. That's I'll remember true. that and I'll be like, there's pizza out there. I don't need, that's how I feel high on life. We didn't have a musical performance. You know what? I think our police department was like, wait, hold on. I got to just pause. You did not, you did not do the song because there was never a song. What was the song? When I tell you, the song also had ranges. Like you really needed a soprano, which, you know, at that time was normally like a young boy child because their voices were so high at that point. But you know, Okay. Oh my God. Did it have a rap? Please tell me it had a rap. I bet it had a rap, rap okay. done by McGruff, who was also very prominent. I just mean at your school. World. He was. He was. I love that somebody who I think was probably on drugs, but I'm not going to say, was like, what if we put a trench coat on a dog and told kids not to do drugs? <laughs> because you remember, like, he would come on in between cartoons and be like, he <laughs> he would be like a broken window what's going on in here drugs <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh wow he was knowledgeable he, he was, was. Sexy a little bit like i was yeah, feeling we, very like stabler you know yeah. law and order vibes and i was well, like he okay. was like supposed to be i think like a hard-nosed cop who <laughs> knew what was up okay <laughs> And he wasn't going to let these pesky criminals get away with it. But he was also like weirdly like, you know, he had the voice of an old man and he was talking to kids. So I guess they were like, we can't use an old man. What can we use? Right. What, what do kids love? Dogs. Great. I got it. But now we have to have authority. How do we make him a person of authority? Trench coat. There we go. Also I mean hands in his pocket because his paws were never just out there. His hands were in his pocket. And like a, a very Dick Tracy 1950s hat. Exactly. And unlike some of the other animated, he never hugged the kids. Like he was just like, there needs to be space between us. McGruff <laughs> is not a pedophile. And <laughs> <laughs> will not be presumed and will not put, McGruff will never put himself in a situation where it could be construed. Exactly. McGruff would never. He was like, I have to keep my distance because you, you just, you don't want to be accused of anything. You want to make sure that everything looks appropriate. So shout out to you, McGruff, with your trench coat. I love yeah. it. 
Um, somehow we got off track, but it's okay. Okay. I might like regale you with a song. Maybe. Are you about to do the drug song? You know, I don't know the words. I only can remember dare to keep a kid off drugs. But then you go, then at the end, it's like, okay, so then you go. That's all I can remember. Dare to keep a kid off drugs. And then you have to go up. Dare to keep a kid off drugs. I just remember there was a definite (laughs) tone change. There was a bridge. I mean, yeah. Okay. Even that like taste, that sprinkle of seasoning, I'm ready for it. And I blame my music teacher. I think that's why we didn't get the free t-shirts. She she was like, I'm not teaching these kids this song. They're probably going to use drugs. Get out of here. Bye. The laziness oh. of the educational system in my neighborhood was. And actually, no. I think she just wanted to like, because we only had to, we only sung songs that sounded extremely operatic. So she, listen, she was just behind. I mean, this song is even worse than I imagined. Dare? Dare to keep a kid <laughs> off drugs. That's all Dare that we need. To keep a kid off dope. Dare <laughs> to give some kids some help. Dare oh, wow. to give a kid some hope. It's still help going. us. <laughs> Um, you know what? Now I can kind of see why she was like, I don't, I don't want to do this. I can kind of see it. I can kind of see it. This she should have given bad. us the opportunity so that I could have at least had the availability to have the free shirt. I was, I'm telling you like, whatever that comic said after that, when she got off the stage, I was like, <laughs> I, first of all, I looked to the guy next to me and I said, were they giving out free t-shirts at your school? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, what? like I was really pissed and then when she got off the stage I said did they actually give you shirts and she said yeah they gave them to everybody you just said you didn't want to use drugs and I was like what we first off the fact that you guys put together a musical number that you so we had a guy come to our school for maybe 20 minutes and be like hey don't use drugs sign this thing we'll see you later there were no bumper stickers no t-shirts no nothing so obviously no swag you're saying no swag no swag whatsoever. You maybe got a pencil that wasn't sharpened and that was maybe all you got. No, no we didn't get any pencils. Wow. We didn't get anything. Nobody was looking out for you kids. Obviously they were like, either they felt like we weren't going to be on drugs or they were like, let's just see what happens with these kids. Maybe no, we, we were like, we were the like a group. control group. <laughs> oh something because why was everybody else getting free t-shirts i'm i literally like in my heart i just feel like i listened to nancy reagan i didn't do drugs Mm. i should have gotten you know something i should first i should know this dare song okay second i should have had the t-shirt i you had to like buy the t-shirt from like spencer gifts or whatever and by then i was like i'm not buying a dare shirt but then i do i was wondering like why kids had this shirt available like i was like why are all these kids buying a dare shirt of all the shirts you could buy now it makes sense they weren't buying them they weren't i know this really hurts my heart but i'm gonna let it go i'm gonna let it go anyway Mm. and aside Mm. 
I don't know how we um, started this, but like the fact that you sang the Dare song, amazing. If you have a link to the full song, I will include it in the in this in this in this so that people can click it and like look at it later all on. I'm telling you is I'm gonna do a deep dive also after this. Bless you, Michael Wagman, who came up she with it. <laughs> I'm gonna find out who you are, what you did. I I'm going deep dive on this. I'm so interested in this song now. And I'm going to put a poll because when I tell you my heart hurts, I mean, for real. And I don't care if you guys don't listen to the rest of the episode, that's fine. But please complete this poll. I want to know who sang the song. Okay. Who got the free t-shirts? Yes. So I know like how far my school was behind, you know, like were they offering top tier education? Who knows? But like, if they weren't really initiating the D.A.R.E. program, what else was I missing out on? You know what I mean? I don't know. True. I mean, we got to, we have to know. Please do this for IDEA, please. That was hard. Because we got to, we got to know so IDEA can know and maybe find a semblance of moving on. You know what? But I did have a very bright spot to my week. So this summer, I saw a preview for The Harder They Fall. Um, Mm. Even though he's married, Idris Elba, let's talk about it. (laughs) He's British. I don't know. I mean, you've caused a hot flash. I don't know if I can talk about it. One of my number one goals for the person that I date is a Brit. He's British, okay? I thought you were just going to be like, my number one goal. British that's it people are like what beyond that I was like that's pretty much the number one thing that I want is a British man like if I can get a British man I just feel like I love it Um, it would change my life it would change my being yeah like first off at Christmas we would have Christmas crackers where they pull it apart and people would know what they're doing I've tried to introduce it to my American family and they're just like okay and then we put on these paper crowns and I'm like you guys don't get it you don't get it <laughs> very upset about it but that's <sighs> but anyway the, humor, the British humor and the accent and the words I just love it all I love it like it's just the mm. food not so much like keep that but yeah we're good yeah 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 but the rest of it I love it I yes I want that okay so Idris Elba's in it Jonathan Majors is in it he is, if you are an Avengers watcher, he is um, going to be a new Marvel, like, not superhero, but I guess, like, a uh, villain. Oh, okay. um, Regina King from 227. Oh. From, really, she's been in a lot of movies, but the first time I ever saw her in my life was 227, and that's what I remember her from, but she was also, oh, my gosh. She's been she's in so been many like things. Two, so many things. So many things yeah Zaza Beats from Atlanta um just so many people are in this movie and the soundtrack was like phenomenal Mm. and it was like so cool so I was like I cannot wait for this to come out I think I saw this preview in like May so I was like oh it's probably coming out in like July in (laughs) July they were like hey we're gonna see you guys in September I was like make you wait I was like, okay. And then they were like, November 3rd. And I was like, are, are you kidding me? <laughs> do you think and... they have a new topic that's like coming in eight months? Maybe that'll <laughs> be like a, a new category. Maybe. 
<laughs> so it comes out and I like see it. I mean, when I tell you I'm like anticipating this movie, I really am. It comes out the day of at midnight. I'm like, yes. You're literally with the hit, in hand. Pressing. Hit play. The music starts. Hit pause. And I'm like, girl, there's no way you're going to stay awake. Go to sleep. Next day, <laughs> wake up. <laughs> you're like, I need my full faculties right now. Yeah, I was just kind of like, I, I was, I was like, ooh, I love this music. I love everything that's happening. But I was like, I, I can't keep my eyes open. Like, I woke up. No, <laughs> hit, hit pause. Went to sleep. Woke up. Walked my dog. Did my normal morning routine. Whatever. Anyway, then hit play again. I was ready. Okay, now, now we're ready. Now we're ready. Um, realize halfway through this movie. I am still not into violence. <laughs> this is a cowboy movie. Tons of violence. A lot of shooting. Okay. Um, but I still loved it. Everybody, the, the outfits, amazing. The soundtrack, amazing. The story, it's a cowboy storyline. So there's a lot of like shooting, witty one-liner comedy. And I was like, okay, good job. Um, but just like a good... Like the thing is, is like, just like a, it gives you what you ask for. So like, I mm. guess before maybe I, I also, well, one, I don't, I mean, watching people get shot is like not my claim. I just don't really care for it. Yeah. But I will, depending on what it is, like in a gangster movie, I'll look away, but I'm still like, it had to be done. You know what I mean? Cause they have a one-liner when they do it. And I feel the same about like in a Western you know what I mean like that person did screw you over that person did brush a tumbleweed in your eye like it makes sense yeah so I'm just like oh wow um but the soundtrack everything was so good and so it was just like really good fight scenes and I was just like oh this is what and I, the, it starts off the movie starts off and it says this is a this is a fictional movie um but the characters in this movie are real so it's based on real black cowboys um, and cowgirls. And so it's just like, oh, wow. Because I think the thing that people forget is like, I think people eliminate other races when it comes to like the old West. Yes. But if you think about it, it's the, it was like the place for everybody to thrive because, right. you know, they're not all about building up these cities or whatever. It's like where you could go into like the wilderness mm-hmm. and really get whatever you wanted to get if you wanted to build a house on the prairie whatever you wanted to do like yep. make that happen yeah um and then people from the city were all out, like came and were like hey we need to really build this up and then ruined everything but or right. made it better however you look at it right yeah because I think when people think about you know like little house on the prairie and like western they mm. just eliminate like black and brown people and it's like no some of the most famous cowboys were black um yeah also native american but okay sure right um right so that was there and then like just a really good soundtrack where like sometimes where they would like go riding into town and it would be like a bomb like bass beat with like somebody <laughs> rapping and i would be like yes i love this it the way western is supposed to be exactly no like it was like on point <laughs> yeah it was on point um and so in some ways i think it kind of makes me sad because it's just like i think when people kind of um take out 
a real picture of what things look like. Like mm-hmm. if they make a Western where there's no black people or Little House on the Prairie, where I yeah. think the whole time that I watched that show when I was younger, and I think I only watched it because it was on TV. I can't yeah. tell you that I really liked Little House on the Prairie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think maybe my friend liked it. So we watched it and it was or, and it was on after school. And it wasn't like now where you have like a thousand cable shows available. Right. Anyway, right. I think there was maybe one black person on that whole show. Yeah. And he only came on one time and I was just like, I think he was like an orphan or something. I don't know. His storyline was weird. And I was like, get out of here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it just wasn't a show that I like identified with. Absolutely. But I mean, but there were like actual families like black families that like lived in the West and all these things. But like when you eliminate it, it's like, it just doesn't make any sense. So, so yeah. Anyway, The Harder They Fall, excellent movie. Is it violent? Yes. But does it have an amazing soundtrack? Yes. And there was a part, there was two parts where I actually got kind of emotional Mm. where you're just like, oh my gosh. Like, so there was a good storyline there because I felt for like two of the characters and I don't want to give anything away so no don't because I definitely want to watch it like that is on my list 100% and no spoilers as of yet yeah so the director is also a musician um and so he the way that he brought in the soundtrack was just really really good and so I loved it it was good so more like music kind of like maybe drives the pace or drives like the beat or something or the you know what I'm saying because you know I listen I'm not gonna spoil the internals for anybody but I will say there's a part of the movie where they play a song where I literally was out of the movie and I was like I looked at my friend and said what the hell and she was like I don't know who picked this song (laughs) at all you are the wind beneath my wing it was close it was, it was close. close I'm not gonna lie to you yeah <laughs> where the lyrics the lyrics made sense but then also it was just like but y'all should have cut this song up different or did a remix like this nah this is this ain't it you're like it's I not ironic you really screwed this up for a good 30 seconds I stopped watching and I was just like but why would y'all put this song here it for real and I will say, I think other people too were like, what's happening right now? If you watch it, you'll know the part that I'm talking about. Okay. It was strange. Okay. Yeah. So then um, the other thing that I wasn't going to watch, or it wasn't that I wasn't going to watch it. I just was just kind of like, eh, okay. Like I saw it on the coming soon and I was like, oh, maybe I'll check that out. Maybe I won't. And then someone I knew had watched it and they were super excited about it. And they were like, I think that you should, you know, watch this. And it was Colin in black and white. Mm. And it is um, a movie or a limited series about Colin Kaepernick from eighth grade to 12th grade. Mm. And he says some, he has, so it's, it's a movie like telling you how he went through, you know, high school sports and stuff. But then he has, he's actually in the movie, like narrating like his life. That's so cool. I love that. Cause sometimes if they're not, if the person that is the the life is about if they're not actually included on screen like sometimes you're like well how much were they involved or how much like did Mm -hmm. they okay what the script was but like obviously if Colin's going to be like in the movie then I don't think they took too much license to change a bunch of things so that's really no like he's not just like narrating like he's actually like in the movie like it's him 
sitting on a bench like watching himself in high school and then mm-hmm. pausing and like telling you kind of things that he was thinking how mm-hmm. the world was like changed for him in certain moments and stuff yeah. and he brings in like just different things and it was really interesting and um and I really liked it and I just think I think people okay. should watch it absolutely my only thing is that I wonder about I feel like people and I have to say for myself too as well there are things like in the first episode where you oh, people would disagree and they mm. might just stop watching it mm. Mm. which comes back to the point of like well are the only people that are really going to watch it all the way through the people that support his way of thinking yeah and so then we're still divided because people are not open to watching other things because yeah. um so I'm not sure I don't know I mean I will say there were things where I was like mm, I don't know but I like kept watching it um and I found it to be really interesting and there were things where I was like yeah like I totally get this mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. there was one scene where he you know he's mixed he's a mixed race uh, mm-hmm. biracial and he decides to go to prom or he decides to go to this dance with this dark-skinned girl like that's who he has a crush on mm-hmm. and his friends some are white some are black are just like but why her like why not you know there's this mm. brown hair cheerleader that's really like into you yeah um, why why not her mm. and he was like I mean I don't know I really like this girl and everybody yeah. was like yeah but she's she's not the ideal and even his mom like had that same like thought she didn't wow. vocalize it but you could tell from her actions because she was yeah. trying to like get him to date and his parents are both white um and um they're his adoptive parents but his parents um and so um so yeah it was just really interesting just because like I went through something similar I remember um I like was gonna I was asked out by somebody in high school and Mm -hmm. it was it was made known to me (laughs) by a variety of different people through the grapevine through a note passing that's not cool we're, we're not gonna do that and I was just like wow and that was just like in the 90s so like you know I mean yeah. definitely kids have evolved but in some ways people haven't evolved and so it was just really Absolutely. interesting um so yeah it was it was really it was just interesting it's also interesting the way that his mind works um one of the things and I'm not giving away anything in the story yeah um but he actually played three sports, basketball, football, and baseball. Wow. And baseball, they were going to recruit him into the major leagues from high school. Wow. And he said, no, I want to play football. Mm. And they mm. were like, yeah, but you have this path that's like set out for you. Like you, you could be like a millionaire day out of high school. For me, right. I would have been like, sign. Show me the money. <laughs> I'm Cuba. <laughs> show me the money yeah I would have been like so I could have my own apartment my own car and like <laughs> be able to get whatever cereal I want 17 year old day would have been like all right guys here we go <laughs> um you you don't have to say anything less you don't they probably wouldn't even they probably wouldn't even had to like up the amount they would have been like hey we're gonna give you 250 and my agent would have been like hold out for a meal I'd be like are you crazy I think I also I no here today <laughs> yes 
I'm bird in a hand. I took that a little too seriously in my life. Bird in a hand is better than three in a bush. I listen, I need to start. I learned later in life. You need to start looking in some bushes. Okay. Like don't just go for this bird. Yes. Anyway, but he was just like, no, I'm a football player. I want to play football. And it's just like, oh, wow. And then I think you just also like notice like how like teachers play like a really critical role and also the way that uh, how we show kids our thoughts without how we non-verbally show kids what we actually believe in certain things. Yes. Because there's yes. a lot of non-verbals that are shown in this show where you're just like, huh, okay. And kids yeah. are like, Matt, I mean, I don't, I don't think if you ask a kid, like, how do you know? Like they would never know, but they can, I think, pick up on so much and we don't even understand their comprehension or something. They don't yeah. even get it. Yeah. I mean, like, even like growing up, like no one ever, no one ever really said a lot about like emotions or crying or what they just never, we just never really talks about it. Um, but I just never really saw like anybody in my house, like cry. Yeah. Um, so then somehow I internalized that, like, you just don't cry. Um, and it was weird because it was just like, okay, well, where did you get that from? And like, did someone tell you that it was a bad thing? And I'm just like, no. And they mm. were like, well, well, it had to come from somewhere. And I was just like, yeah, I, I don't know where it came from. And then I realized like, we would see other people cry and like, no one in my family would make fun of them or say anything, but it was just kind of like, okay, but we That's would not that. be the criers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, um, and then some people like, and then I have a sister who, you know, she came out of the womb and she was like, these are my emotions. You as a family are going to have to deal with them. <laughs> and <laughs> we were like, all right, this, this one's not going to hold back. And I, yeah. but it was never like, oh, this is a bad thing. It was just like, oh, okay. But for some reason I, she didn't have to like notice or see anything. She was just like, I love all of my emotions. And that's amazing. I learned yeah. from like looking and I was like, no one in this room is crying. I'm not going to cry. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you just don't even know like what you're teaching by like not teaching. So yeah, I'm so excited. Those are two great recommendations. I cannot wait to watch both of them. Um, yeah. I cannot um, wait to hear what you think about it. Cause yeah. And I just really, cause I, I, I did, I will say it when I finished watching the Colin Kaepernick thing, I kind of was like, Hmm, I wonder if it was a series about somebody whose ideologies I didn't or who who I was like unsure about or like didn't mm-hmm. care about or whatever like if it was a series on like let's just go with the common villain that everybody uses if it was like a series about Hitler yeah would I watch the whole thing or would I see the first you know 15 minutes and see something that I didn't like and just be like, I'm out that's true that's true um and so it made me be like okay like I need to be more open because sometimes when people like kind of go outside of I just I just want the world to kind of go back to where you don't have to agree with me but you'll at least listen to me and also you don't have to yell your thought processes at me and I don't feel like people I mean there's some people who yell but I feel like people's social medias and everything else have been like if you don't agree with this we're out or we're it's just like I don't, I can't even fully tell you. Cause it's kind of like, 
let's just say like the color orange are you with it or against it and it's like I don't really even know what that means I don't I'm not sure I was never exposed to orange like what are you talking about are you with it or against it it, we're not friends we're not talking you're ignorant and it's just like I I honestly don't even know and you're making me make this quick decision (laughs) and then other people are like hey you don't have to make a decision about orange just come kick it over with us those people are, are out of their minds and you're just like I don't also want to go over here because I don't know what's going on. Like, can right. I, and right. it's like, no decisions that need to be made about the color orange. And I'm just like, I like the fruit. Is that wrong? I'm not sure. So it gets really stressful. <laughs> and I just want to go back to where it's not that stressful because I feel like more things were like being done. I feel like yeah. we had more musicals, like the dare musical. Yes. Maybe. We but anyway, musicals, bottom line. No, I, I, I feel that. And I feel like, um, I know for myself, like, I don't know a lot about Colin Kaepernick. Like I agree with what he did taking me, like I can get behind, um, I get behind the whole movement, but honestly, I don't really, I didn't dig any deeper. And that's what I think. Like sometimes these conversations we have, like you have to pick a side, but do you really know? And I feel like social media, like wants us to like decide right away or also we're not doing the work to do more of that deep dive to like really understand all the nuances. So this is yeah. a cool way to understand more nuance and just see where he's coming from and just learn more about who he is before making, um, you know, some determinant. And also anything that happened, like, like think about when you were eight, what were you doing? So, I mean, nobody needs to fall Colin Kaepernick for things that you may or may disagree with when he was young, like everybody changes and that, but it is a part of you. And so we have to see people more like for all the things they are and that people can change. I don't know. Yeah, I think it'd be, I mean, once you see it, I, I would be interested to see what you think about it because yeah, it was just interesting. Um, but yeah, so, and just also, I think I, to me, one of the things that he beautifully like described in the movie, which made me also think was just like microaggressions. Mm. And I think a lot of times a microaggression, like cuts a part of you that you don't even know is cut. It's almost like, um, you know, when you get a paper cut sometimes and you, you kind of like look down and your hand is bleeding and it hurts. But yeah. you don't even know where it came from yeah. it's like that so yeah. like and you I mean you can't it still hurts but you can't really say anything about it because you weren't stabbed you weren't whatever but it, it yeah. makes a difference like it's painful yeah. so I think the thing about microaggressions is like one people are like oh you know it happens to all of us just kind of get over it um and so it's not treated or taken care of and two um it kind of challenges how you show up in the world. Mm. Meaning Mm. like, you know, if you say, hey, I I don't like this, it kind of sometimes makes you, gives you the label of like being a troublemaker or whatever. When in actuality, you're just like, this hurt and I don't really care for it. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think just even with like being a woman, sometimes I think there's a lot of like, 
things that like have been passed on or said to me where I'm just like that no that that should not have been tolerated yeah like in the way that you dress and in the way that you carry yourself yeah and like even places that you can go how it's different than guys and you're just like okay you know what I mean like yeah 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 I know I agree and I think that's something like I'm really thankful for so many people who are like pointing those things out because looking back like there was nobody pointing out like like inside I felt sometimes like oh that's kind of wrong or like I don't understand why I I feel like it's because I'm a girl I don't get to do that but I couldn't really figure out or where it came from and just so grateful like how people are looking and people were looking into it at that time there was information available but just the places I was and the people I was around like nobody was letting me know that these things are true so or these things happen or something like that or in the system um yeah I'm so grateful that there's so much more information so much more even though you know it causes stress and it causes um being uncomfortable and like being more turmoil I don't know in some ways it's good and other ways it's tough to deal with so yeah and I also think like I think I think there should just be more grace in the world well there's two things Mm -hmm. one I think there should be more grace in the world because I don't feel like you have to accept everybody at a hundred percent you know what I mean like it it doesn't have to be like you know, if I don't agree with all of your ideologies and everything that you're doing, then like you, we, the line is drawn. We can't be friends or whatever. Yeah. Um, cause that, that's not right. I think I can still, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not into that. But the other thing is the reason why it also made me think like this Colin Kaepernick series was because in the microaggressions or the mm-hmm. things that we tell people, especially young people. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was young, I this is hard, but I'm gonna go with it. First, I'm gonna say I was tricked into it. Mm. Um, I had what my mo- what my mother referred to as a wave nouveau, but what society and the activator I use was called a jerry curl. <laughs> <laughs> But my mom said, no, it's not a jerry curl. It's a wave nouveau. It was not. It was a, it was a jerry curl. Um, so I had that. <laughs> and um, right when I, and I, I used to tell people, no, it's a wave nouveau. That was a lie. And I knew it was a mm. lie, but because of my mom, I tried to live in that. Anyway, yeah. so then um, when I transitioned my hair um, to getting a relaxer, my hair kind of like thinned out. And I, I just have never been, there's some girls who, when their hair starts to break off or thin off, they will still hold on to that ponytail. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. hair, their hair will be thin at the ends and they're okay with it. Yeah. <clears throat> that has never been my life. I am not into it. <laughs> I like thick hair, short, long, whatever, but it just needs to be thick. So my hair was starting to thin off at the ends because the Jerry curl was still trying to hold on strong. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to cut my hair into a bob. And, my, and people were like, no, you cannot do that. Your hair, you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Your hair is your crown and glory. Your hair mm-hmm. needs to be long. And I was just like, 
okay the ends of this are very thin okay right i don't care for it chop right. chop chop and yeah. it was just like a whole debate about how you know longer hair is more feminine all these things and this is being told to me not as an adult like i think i was i was in like the eighth grade wow by like, like it's, yeah it's hair it's hair everybody but it's being told to me like by my family by like people in my family by other people's family by like certain friends in school like all Mm -hmm. these things and I'm just like that's weird um but I like liked the bob hair that I was rocking I loved it it was the 90s so it was like it had all the curls and it was like super it was shorter on the top so I was I was killing it um I'm sure you were I was I loved it and my mom used to like always take me to like the beauty shop so it would like always like get done up I loved it when I was by myself when I was by myself we hit some hard times because I couldn't do those small (laughs) curls but as long as we went to the beauty shop I was solid anyway so then recently I my hair was just like a struggle for me like Mm -hmm. it just was it was starting to take up too much time and I was getting tired of it so I like was like I cut it to where it was like kind of a John and Kate plus eight not great I was like I don't, I don't I don't like the way this is exactly looking. what you were going you you missed was, that bob of yeah. the eight times yeah I that's what I was looking for because I had also cut my hair in college um I had some, an issue that happened and I ended up cutting my hair but it was like so cute it was like it was just like a really cute like short kind of holly berry style and I like loved it it was amazing Ooh. yeah I, and I had I like, like that a, would look really cute yeah it was very cute so this time when the lady cut my, so every time I cut my hair, no matter what people said, I loved it. This time I cut it, it was cut. And when I turned around, that was first, I, I was like, what is happening? Um, and it wasn't even because it was short. It was just kind of like, what style is this? I hate like cutting your hair and you can like feel it. Like you, like you're, you basically can't feel the ends of your hair, but something happens when you're getting like not a haircut you want that your hair actually has feeling and you're like this cut it's not the one it's not gonna no, be the one I had faith I had faith in this lady like the the hair was literally falling out by the droves and I was like make it happen because her hair was short so I was yeah, like Hallie, 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 Hallie. no her hair is like in this cute like mohawk thing it's very cute so I was, I was yeah. like, this, this lady gets it she knows yes. and I gave her a picture yeah when I turned around in the mirror I was like what happened and then I was like, maybe I'm not used to it. But then when I got home, I for real just looked at myself for five minutes and I was just like, where did we go wrong? Like what? <laughs> um, and so then all of those things that people had told me when I was in mm-hmm. eighth grade, they all came like mm-hmm. flooding back. Like I was just like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then I had to, I, I went to like this other barber and he cut it shorter which yeah. I was totally fine with. Cause he was, he was like, yeah, I know sometimes people are, and I was like, I really don't care about length. I just wanted to look nice. I wanted to be in a style. And he was like, yeah. okay. Um, and he cut it and it just looked, it was fine. It was cut, but it was very, it was very like short to my hair. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably like an inch. And it, it really brought all those things back because I was like, I'm, I've never been obsessed with like length or anything like that. I just wanted to be cute, whatever it is. Right. And I just heard like all those voices, like, you know, do I, do I look feminine? Do I look, you know, because my hair is not here, even though like, I love when ladies have like short hair and it's cute and all of that, but I just was not achieving it. And then thank you, Jesus. 
my brother-in-law came to town and he's a barber and I was just like I don't like what's going on and he was like what do you mean I was like I don't know what it is but I just don't like it and he's like I like that your hair is short and I was like but it has no style he's like I got you yeah and he came with his little he came with his clippers and shaped it up and you know did some stuff and then my hair like oh my like I when he handed me the mirror I was I like wanted to cry I was like this looks amazing Mm. Mm. um yeah you felt confident in it you felt like oh this is actually me this is exactly and then all those things were gone but like I'm telling you during that like three four week period where I was trying to figure it out and I couldn't get it all of the things that I had been told when I was younger about hair and where they established and all these things and like was it feminine and all they they were all like there so what I'm saying is when it comes to like microaggressions and stuff you don't know what things are just like sitting inside of you that will come out when you're not ready for it you know what I mean I do I do know what you mean and thank you so much for sharing that that and that's like really vulnerable um you know to talk about and like I think like it wasn't the initial hairstyle was not I I didn't feel like it was totally you but I'm I'm always willing to roll with whatever style you want to bring I also need you to be honest with me too I mean the hairstyle was horrible it didn't match my face it just wasn't good like yeah I mean hair is tough hair is tough to talk about but you know what you're right you're right I should have been like it's just not you yeah yeah it just wasn't so but I appreciate you protecting my feelings but honestly be honest with me because it it was not there um so yeah but yeah they they can yeah yeah what he gave me was a speaking of microaggressions holidays (laughs) (laughs) that's a transition that and I love it but that can I accurate my transition was going to be like, my brother-in-law gave me a gift, much like the gifts of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that you were like, microaggressions, holidays. <laughs> I don't know what your holidays look like. And now I'm, I'm going to say some prayers for you because I feel like maybe it's a hurtful time. I don't know. That's maybe, nice. It's maybe gotten better. It's gotten nice. better. But you holidays know. are also are always just like interesting because there is, uh an expectation from the disney and holiday movies and all the eggnog and stuff and then there's the reality of (laughs) you do not have a whole tree full of presents you have three presents maybe (laughs) maybe 10 but it's not the 150 that you see on tv like that's there's no i've never known anybody to get like a hundred presents like when the kids like have the presents coming down the staircase and stuff I'm like where are you even putting all this now that I'm older I'm like where would you even put all this new stuff exactly at? the storage like- <laughs> and you know those kids weren't forced to get rid of any of their stuffed animals and give yeah. them dirty no they got to keep everything they already had six foot tall teddy bears there's like three of them where are these teddy bears going how big is your room like so many my questions. parents okay with that like you know a big ass teddy bear is ugly and you know it's probably going to end up in your living room where you're trying to like hang out with your girlfriends and every time you look over there's a big ass teddy bear I mean that's just doing yourself. my nephews have one though and they like they really do love that teddy bear my mom got it for them and they no 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 I'm just saying like I've never seen people like love a big like normally I see somebody get a big teddy bear and then one day it just disappears 
this teddy bear is like in their playroom and when they take naps they like lay on its lap when they want to do karate they kick it in the face like they're just <laughs> the teddy bear is it's a, a part of their bear. life cycle and i'm like i'm not gonna what? lie i could use a teddy bear listen i would fuck I with it. that but because it's like holiday time it's Oof. my favorite time of the year because of a yes. variety of different things but also because i love a Christmas movie. Same. This this is something we have in common. And this is our prime time to grab that remote. This is what I'm going to say. <laughs> Hallmark made its own lane. Like it was just like, hey guys, yeah. We're not going to we're not going to, you know, go in depth with like murder mysteries, documentaries, anything. No. What we're going to do is we're going to make movies with the same seven plots and we're going to remix it with different characters and we're yes. going to we're going to name the towns differently but it's always going to end in a positive manner mm. it's always going to end in a love story yes. <laughs> and there's always going to be some form of snow at the end we're also always going to save the town the town will never be lost ever. no ever ever and they were doing so well at it that lifetime where they normally are killing women <laughs> was like you know like are we creating murderers we don't know so we need to maybe lighten things up have a little balance there was a lifetime executive that said for some reason people don't like murder and christmas as much as we thought that they would (laughs) let's change it around we're gonna start making christmas movies i will say i told someone this other day the movies are the same same exact plot it's not really hard same plot but the lifetime movie does not have the heart same with netflix netflix was like let's do christmas movies the first year that they did it i was like you guys something's missing yeah this year or no the last couple years they've got a few standouts a few standouts maybe there have been some standouts and one of them was on my coming soon list and did i give the breakfast club arm in the air that i was like (laughs) yes i did what is this movie that caused me so much excitement tell us princess switch three. Oh, exactly wow <laughs> high if school musical star <laughs> vanessa Hudgens in like i don't know what else movie that vanessa has been in i know that she's famous high but school musical I which right i now. never watched i never watched high school musical but i know she's from that movie that pales in comparison Oh my gosh, yeah. The acting that is provided. Vanessa is bringing you doppelgangers. This is the thing. Parent Trap, okay? Oof. Haley did it in the first Parent Trap, and you're kind of like, okay. Lindsay, second Parent Trap of the remake, she was like, okay. They're playing twins, okay? Yeah. Vanessa and Hudgens did that in Princess Switch 1. Princess Switch 2 she Turn it up played enough. three versions of Woo! herself what the goat fire fire <laughs> fire okay mind blown and you're saying oh my gosh was it three different people no she just changed the way that she spoke a little bit and changed a jacket and maybe her makeup that was the hair color yeah so you're like don't you need more than that no and you know why because it's a christmas movie so you don't ask for a lot. You don't. Exactly. You, know, you get what you get. 
and don't put your pick is Vanessa bringing it to you in I don't think they're actually accents that exist which is maybe they why they don't it works for Miss Vanessa um it takes place in the kingdom of Belgravia which is kind of like a European Austrian conglomerate that is always a small, very cute town, but somehow the town is very small and a tight-knit community, but also is the capital of a country that is very small and has a queen. Mm-hmm. I know no country. I mean, I'm not a geologist. Is that rocks? <laughs> I'm not a geographer. There you go. Is that the name? Yeah, that's it. I Keep going. Know, Keep but- going. <laughs> I'm not a historian, but I know that that probably does not exist anywhere. It doesn't. No. And there's castles. There's castles. There's enough staff. money. Those people, there's enough money in that little town where those people are like still working as like farriers, like horseshoers and blacksmiths. Mm-hmm. But they also have, you know, a very fancy candy shop always there's always places to hide out always so i'm i'm excited it said coming soon and i was like i will be a part of this is it something to where i have to suspend reality and also act as though acting doesn't matter to me yes am i willing to do that during christmas time yes why is that because of jesus i don't know i just am there's a two-month moratorium on acting so all you actors get out there and get yourself a Hallmark movie. I mean, if I was an actor, I would have to do at least one. Like, I don't care how famous I was. I want you to look at me. Okay, I know you guys are listening, but whatever. Just Kelly, look at me in this camera. I'm going to say one of the best Hallmark movie actresses, okay? <laughs> you, you know who I'm talking about, okay? Her last name is Duff. And for a couple of years, she was making Hallmark movie after Hallmark movie. Ooh, yes. Haley Duff was killing it. Was it the acting? No, she was Absolutely horrible. <laughs> but she knew how to hit those marks. She knew how to be. She was surprised the way you were surprised <laughs> earlier in this episode. That's where, that's the level that her acting was at. It's snowing. Exactly. And scene, and scene. <laughs> let, wait, let me do it. Oh my gosh, are we gonna miss Christmas? She was, she was giving. Brava, brava. Dead face with just like an open mouth where you're like, oh, she's astonished. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, she saved some towns though. She did. She did. Remember Even the one the that we were. watched where she like she was in this man's house and for some reason he had a beauty and the beast flower and she was the real estate agent i had to look what that one was because i was just like and she went into the room and he was like get out of here she was like oh my gosh i don't know what's going on and she was she cried about how she was gonna leave 
And I think she may have put one shirt in a bag. No one stopped her from packing. She just all of a sudden said, I don't know if I can leave. But I was like, no one's stopping you. You could easily leave. Okay, we've gone too far down the rabbit hole. We need to have our own thing where we just talk about holiday movies because it is a thing. It's such but- a th- That was the pinnacle movie. The Beauty and the Beast Hallmark mashup was, it's just on yeah. another level. They were like, we're going to steal this storyline, but we're going to try to pretend like you won't know what it is. But we're also going to have this signature rose and this glass dish from Beauty and the Beast and make you be like, what? I've seen this before, but not in real life. So it has to be different. No Hallmark. It's the same. So then Netflix said, you know what holiday movies don't normally have in them? A rapper. I was just saying the same thing to you the other day. <laughs> and they were like, we're Netflix. We're going to change the game. We see a niche that needs to be scratched. And this is what we're going to do. I'm going to give you a drum roll. Ladies and gentlemen, Netflix recommends to you. <laughs> Christmas flow. Oh. I, I really, if my Netflix is an unlikely, okay, stop. <laughs> this is an unlikely is always what happens in Hallmark. It's a quirky couple. It's a, they didn't expect to run into each other. Christmas romance blossoms between a famous rapper and a tenacious journalist. Ooh. I'm going to guess there's at least three bandanas in this movie. For some reason... When people feel that a rapper or hip hop or urban has to be involved, they're like, we need to have a bandana budget. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I don't know. I, some of my favorite rappers I've never seen in a bandana, but, uh, okay, cool. Let's go for it. No one, no one knows why no one asked for it. Okay. I might know why, but. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I understand, like, yeah, that's fine. But also, it doesn't always have to happen. Like, a 40-year-old woman that's stressed out, it's like they're like, you know what we need? A baking budget. This lady is going to make muffins, cookies, pies, cakes. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't actually need that. Like, it's, it's not necessary. Or a wine budget. She needs the Merlots, the Chardonnay. I'm just like, again, can she not drink tea? But that's fine. Go with it. So it does happen. I'm not saying that it does not happen in the real world, but I'm saying, does it have to happen every time? I don't know. But Christmas Flow is coming out. Will I be watching it? Yes. yes. Will it be? I'm going to already say, will it have a horrible plot? Yes. Horrible acting. Yes. But will it have a great song that becomes the rapper's number one single and skyrockets them to stardom? And will I learn that song? I hope so. I hope I'm up for the challenge. You did learn the dare song, so I feel like you can do it. Yes. I'm um, excited. So I'm excited about it. Um, so before we leave, because we probably should like wrap this up soon. On our first episode, I just love saying that. You recommended a show to me. <laughs> this week I watched that show. Blood and Water. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That show gave me, first off, everybody on the show is gorgeous. Let me just say that. They just it are. was so rude. They didn't even have like one ugly character. You know, there's always that one ugly character that you can like bond with. 
Like they tried to make one person seem ugly. Not true. No, they were yeah. all gorgeous, gorgeous Perfect people. Skin. And they had really like beautiful, like their English was like beautiful. I was just like, oh, I love it. Cause it's yeah. like not, it's like a South African English dialect where it's just kind of like they say things softer. It wasn't like the hard American or like the British. It was just like kind of, and I was just like, I love it. I tried mm-hmm. to do it. Did I try to do it? Did I try to? Did you? Okay. Yeah, it didn't work out. I was <laughs> like, you know what? This this isn't it. Okay. Um, but basically, it was like the South African version of Gossip Girl. And much like a lot of like um, soap opera shows, the show could have ended episode one if people would have just had a conversation. <laughs> but they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, I won't do it. I won't communicate. I won't ask questions. Yeah. I will only discuss things with other people behind their backs to other people who then the telephone game gets goes awry. I could just ask this person this, or I could break into the school, steal their file and see what I think. And then as I'm getting caught, be caught by somebody else who then has a secret against me, that's going to use me to do something. And I was like, this makes sense. This, this, <laughs> this all goes but it was intriguing I literally watched the first season and I was like I'm here for it okay I know I was like episode after episode you're like I have to find out what's gonna happen next and I loved like the premise it was kind of something that I'm sure has been done before but also um I haven't seen in a while so I was like really intrigued Mm -hmm. and then it made me like I had to I had to be like I just want to shout out to anybody here that is listening that is a preteen or a teen. Don't be sucked in. When I was younger, Don't the hype. Mm-hmm. I was sucked into teen drama shows. And I thought when I got to high school, it was going to be like Saved by the Bell or 90210 or yeah. One Tree Hill. It was nothing like that. Or Dawson's Creek. No. My parents were always there. Okay. They weren't just like, hey, let's have a boy climb through your window or you sneak out of the window. Are you crazy? They always knew where I was. There was none of that. And then when I went to other people's houses, we were always with their parents, okay? Yes. There's never these wild and crazy parties where the parents are like, you guys don't mess things up. They would be like, hey, guys, this is how this this is going to go. And we were like playing Jenga or something. It was never like this these wild and crazy things with strobe lights I never went to yeah, I was gonna say I was strobe like lights. the catering <laughs> the lighting the like yeah one of those glass things on a pool where you can do a dance exactly a DJ okay a DJ there was never a DJ it would just be us like playing songs ourselves like yeah mixtape think- we made off the radio that was it exactly I yeah so I mean and I'm not talking about like somebody's like party party because I did go to parties where they had DJs or whatever very few let me just say very few normally it was backyard Uh, but I did go to some parties where there was DJs but I'm talking about they would be like do you guys want to hang out after school and there would be a DJ at this person's house (laughs) and like one scene the guy's dad like comes home and the guy like looks at him it's him and his girlfriend they come okay the guy and his girlfriend come in the room with bikinis on and the dad, and they look at the dad and the dad looks at them and while other high schoolers are just hanging out at his house and the dad goes, I'm just going to make a sandwich and then I'll get out of your hair. Wow, TV, wow, wow, wow. TV. Never once in my life have I seen that. No, no. There I could was, be doing my homework and there's 20 questions. 
exactly i'm not even in a bikini these houses are immaculately decorated i didn't see one duck with a little knit hat okay <laughs> i saw no pop no race. <laughs> <laughs> i saw no awkward family pictures none of that it's just all very articulate hotel like decor decor i'm like who's what what teenager's house what no what family home looks like this also why didn't they just like pay a private investigator so many questions i don't want to give anything why away you like you had to do the dirty stuff <laughs> because somebody is bringing you oysters to a party where everybody's 15 and under why don't you use who your money has this good? type of budget who has this budget <laughs> you know who did the catering when people came over to my house me and you know what I had to use? Whatever was in the refrigerator. And sometimes I would be like, you have to come over today because today we have some DiGiorno pizzas, okay? <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be there next week, so come over today. <laughs> then we would eat the pizza and walk to my friend's house where she had cake. So like, it wasn't mm. like I could, I could accommodate pizza and cake. It was like, I have pizza. She was like, oh my God, we have cake from my, my sister's party that's left over. And we were like, okay, my house and then your house. You know what I mean? But it wasn't in one location. No. Love that. No. A and we had to time. Yeah. Like when we were done with the pizza, my mom was like, are you done with your homework? I was like, yes. Are you sure? Yes. You can walk over there, but I need to see you before it gets dark. My mom wasn't just like, okay, girl, come back before 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, you know, just take, use the credit card that, for Lyft. No, you have to call your parents to pick you up or you have to spend a very awkward ride with somebody else's parent. Ooh, yeah. Those were, those were bad. I mean, now as an adult, I feel bad for that parent because I know how awkward they felt. Like, it's not like they were like wanting to talk to a kid about like, oh, how's school? Like they were like i cannot wait to get home and drink beers in my own house like yeah so much empathy for them and also i did not sign up for this you just came to my house about the cake and it got darker than you thought now i have to be obligated to take you home small child you that i don't works. you don't know how the sunset works now here we are exactly very uncomfortable anyway blood and water great show excellent recommendation kelly i really liked it finish season one I'm gonna go into season two um even though I know this show could have been wrapped up in about 15 minutes with just one person being like hey I have a couple questions for you but now but now we've we've rolled down a hill where multiple things have happened where I'm like okay but am I into it yes yes I I gotta start watching season two also and you're making me remember why I really liked that show so it was really good for that um so yeah i think this episode is probably gone over the time but we've hit up some amazing things nancy reagan stopped me from being on drugs cartoons need to be on a saturday kelly went through a whole dare song (laughs) that had levels that i wasn't expecting to it you were not expecting it my school district and music teacher said no we're not going to give out free t-shirts we don't want to do that we don't want to hear those kids sing the song no really good westerns um holiday movies are coming out blood and water amazing i think that's a good episode um also this is a little aside we had a listener from mexico if you're still listening love you te amo amazing 
Thank um, you. If you know someone who lives in a different country and you just tell them to hit play because the excitement that I felt. <laughs> yeah, you could listen to three minutes. You could let it go while you take a shower and we will not know, but you know what we will feel? Love in our hearts. So please just take a shower, press play, breakfast club fist, Colin Kaepernick knee. Have a good week, everybody. All right. You guys have a good one. We'll see you next week. Bye.